The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. 53106, the number. We're going to stick with the issue of transport and commuting because research is out today that just people speaking loudly on their phone is the most annoying thing that other commuters do. Other bugbears include people not giving up their seat for those who need them or someone putting their bag on a seat beside them. Loud sniffers as well. People with B.O. high up on the list anyway. Henry McKean, he doesn't have bad B.O. but he has been out in Dublin asking commuters what they find annoying. Overcrowding at the moment. But I'm a type of gentleman. I was born and reared in Ballymun. If I see an old lady struggling to cross the street, I'll help her. If I see an old lady, an, uh, an incapacitated person, I'll give up my seat gladly. So you will. And what about loud conversations, loud it's phones? It's more phones, what we like cyborgs walking around. And that's what it's like. When you walk onto a Lewis or a bus, it's like walking onto a bunch of cyborgs on the bus. No one takes, there's no conversation anymore. There's no how's it going, how are you, what's the story? None of that Just anymore. We've lost our Irishness. Am I losing our Irishness? Yes, we're walking around like cyborgs with a phone in our hand. I don't like the people taking drugs on buses. I've seen a lot of people not standing up for that elderly people, shouting on phones. And having their phones out loud, watching videos. All right, just some bugbear shared with Henry McKean. 53106, what are yours? Andre Gilligan, Lunchtime Live presenter. Jess Kelly, News Talks technology correspondent. And Steve Cummins, comedian, all with me. Andrea, what's number one on your list of... Commuting bugbears. It's not even the people who talk loudly on their phone. It's the people, Kieran, who do not put Say in the you're headphones. you're a loud talker on your phone. Well, I well projected anyway, 100%, <laughs> 365 <laughs> days of the year, you know. Indoor voices is my Go number on. one. But um, no, it's the people who don't use the headphones. It's a crime. And if it's not a crime, it should be a crime, Kieran. Oh, it's who the are listening to things on the who phone. Who have the thing on loudspeaker. They persist in discussing what they're having for the dinner with their partner at home. And the entire 16 bus needs to hear about it. I don't need to hear about it. You don't want to hear about it. And they persist in doing it. Can I inflict something on the listeners? So this is what I had to listen to on the tube in London the other day. So someone did this. Oh, the TikTok. They were just scrolling through. No, yeah, no. Scrolling through reels. Just bits of clips of songs. That should also be a crime. That's really annoying yeah, for people at home, isn't annoying. it? It's very annoying. Imagine that now for an hour-long so journey. It's so frustrating. And, pe- and, I, and I even give people the look. You know, I'll turn around in the bus <laughs> and like you are there, I'll, I'll look at you and then I look down at your phone and then I look back up at you and pay no heed. Absolutely no heed. They don't care. Just continue on watching Netflix. And I have to sit and endure it all. <laughs> it's awful. Jess? Uh, well, I've brought in a post-it note with three categories of things that annoy me. All <laughs> oh, right, Gosh, here we go. I've organised them, right? So that, that what Andrew's uh, described there, to me, is just ignorance, right? But the thing that drives me wild the most is rudeness on public transport. Mm. So that, whether that is bags on seats on a rammed bus or tram or train, elbows in your rib cage when someone sits down beside you and decides that they need to spread out their arms and all of a sudden some random person's elbows on my tummy. I'm like, no, get away from me. Not giving up a seat if an elderly person, somebody with babies or kids, no. The number one, though, I think, has to be people who don't stand back from the door when people are trying to get on or trying to get off. Or people who stand next to the door and don't press the button to open the door when somebody <laughs> with shopping or kids or loads of stuff is trying to get off. I could continue. Yeah, go on, Andrew. Then there's the people with the luggage. I find because one of the buses that I get into town, I use the bus a lot, is... 
Sorry, just for the producer, I think we might need more time for this lot. <laughs> Can we just rearrange so the rest I of the show? Goes in a, a lot, actually. And um, I get the 16, and you see the 16 goes to the airport, and then you'll get people to come on, naturally, because they want to get the, the, the cheap fare out to the airport. And you get on with the bags and the suitcase, and we go through this whole rigmarole where they stand in the tight little corridor beside other uh, commuters, bus passengers, mm. and they stand there with the luggage, and they don't put it into the luggage holder. So we go through this whole process where the bus driver won't take off, because for safety, he has to make sure the bag are put up in the thing and then you have to say to the customer sorry excuse me sir would you mind putting the bag and then they're going to hold on all this goes on and you're like just put the bag in the thing and are they just, just worried the that if the bag's a, a, anyway the side they're only sitting like three oh, rows right, behind like, yeah, I'm not the one to do this <laughs> We get security in here. Oh, it's very infuriating. <laughs> I just, I just can't understand. Um, yeah, there's I, a lack of cop, cop on. I think that just we drives me bananas. If you're going to use the bus, like I well, think. I kind of have on my little post-it note here. I can't <laughs> publish sorry, it now. It's not a bad idea. There's a book idea in that. If anybody publisher is listening, <laughs> how to use the bus? Andrea and Jess's <laughs> rules for public transport. Steve Cummins, I mentioned the comedian is with me as well. Steve, have you a chief bugbear? Uh, well, honestly, the whole list I just heard. Andrea's one. People having their conversation out loud. I like you know with the, on the speakerphone because I just want to. You know me. All I want to do is like start shouting rude words or go, come back to bed, John. You know what I mean? <laughs> just to try and get them into trouble. And that thing you just played there with people scrolling through Instagram oh. or TikTok. I call people out in it though. I oh, do you? Do the look. You confront them. I've confronted twice, twice on the oh, train. Right. And I've gone, and it, I do it in a kind of a, dude, do you not have headphones? Right? And then it's usually, oh, 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 all right. But if you've got a group of like three or four young people, uh, they're just going to look at you and go, so. Yeah, but that, I think that brings up the issue of safety, though, because I think it's and not to make it a gendered issue, but I do think it's different for you doing that as a man than if if we do it oh, as I women. Dream it I don't think you can do that because it, there's been instances before where there's been antisocial behaviour on a tram, and I get off a tram a stop or two early, and if the people who are doing the antisocial behaviour get off the same stop. I then get panicked and I get freaked out because you don't know what's going to happen. So I do think you have to be mindful and you have to pick your moment in how you say things. Very often, like the other day, there was a chap beside me and he was coughing and spluttering and did he put his elbow to his mouth? Did he not? And I got off the tram and I just thought no. So very often I just interrupt my commute to get away from people. A man once asked me on Dublin bus to move to the upper deck because he told me he was immunocompromised and I was coughing. Now I I was putting that's, my hand. Over I think my that's mouth. fair enough. Yeah. That's polite. That's an, a polite did way you? of saying it. Did I? Yeah, I did, but I tut tutted quite a bit <laughs> yeah. on, on my way up the stairs. <laughs> uh, Steve, I mean, my, well, listen. My point was like if he was, if he's that immunocompromised that somebody sitting five meters away from him and covering their mouth while they cough had to be moved. What was he doing on Dublin bus? I mean, I'm I'm sure like he's walking through a cloud of other people's breathing. Mm. You know, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure he necessarily understood germ theory that very well. Anyway, anyway, listen. I, I don't carry it around with me. With it I don't carry it around with me ten years later. I'm, <laughs> I'm well over it. Yeah. Um, Steve, what about like outside of public transport? You do a bit of driving and I know anybody because I do quite a bit of driving. A lot of people have bugbears then about other drivers. You're no different, I'm sure. Not at all. Well, I think the best quote I've ever heard about driving was the marvellous um, Dave Allen. And what he said was, anyone who drives slower than you is a maniac and anyone who, dri- anyone who drives faster than you is a maniac and anyone who drives slower than you is a moron. <laughs> then can we get in the car? We've got this. It's our little bubble. We own the world. And we all drive. And we're all terrible at driving. But some are so much worse. My, my, top, my top two things I think I've seen when I'm driving. One was in Dublin and one was on the M25 in London. Uh, in Dublin, it was a woman in the passing lane of the M50 doing about 50 miles an hour. And she had her palm of her hand on the centre of her steering wheel. And in her other hand, 
she had her nail varnish thingy and she was doing her nails. Stop. It was. I was almost impressed if I wasn't so worried about, you know, her <laughs> flying off the road. But the one I, I, people still find it hard to believe this, but I promise you it's true. It was years ago. I was driving on the M25, you know, the London Orbital? Yeah. Like, you know, a big three-lane motorway going around, uh, going around London. And uh, I wasn't the one driving. And the guy beside me was a proper, proper London geezer who was driving. We came up beside this van and he went, picture whatever swear word you want, but falcon, right? And I went looking up in the sky and he goes, no, and he points. And there was a guy on, in his van and on perched on his dashboard with no hood, no nothing. Well, I think it's a falcon. It was a giant bird of prey. A live bird on his <laughs> Right. How's that for a distraction? That, that is unusual. I do remember once sitting in traffic uh, in Dublin at traffic lights in a car pulling up beside me and somebody had their phone just propped up at the top of the dash against the windscreen and they oh, were watching no. Netflix or something. No. They, were wa- yeah. they were watching something no. while they drive around. But no, before uh, you go to Andrea about this one, right? I, 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 I have an idea. We've pitched a book so far. I'm going to pitch a TV show, okay. which is put a little camera in Andrea's car when she's driving. Last year we drove to Donegal and the commentary. So we were mid-conversation and Andrea's talking to me and then all of a sudden she's talking to the person in her rear view mirror and the wing mirror and everyone around her. You do love a good chat with the people who are driving around you. It's the people who come right up your rear end. You know when they come like hard driving and then it's like sudden break. Oh yeah, the backside, yeah. Yeah, Like that. Like it's like something from a movie like at speed in which it's happening yeah I, 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 where that really annoys me I drive a little bit more slowly now to conserve fuel I take Eamon Ryan's yeah, advice um, and it actually does you save a few bob but anyway if I'm obviously overtaking somebody who's still driving a bit slower than me and someone comes flying up behind me and like drives right no. up my arse even though and fair enough I'm going kind of maybe 15 kilometres an hour under the speed limit I mean I'm in, I'm in the fast lane as it is so I can accept that they are going faster than yeah. me. But like, where am I meant to go? They can see that I'm just going around this tractor yeah. and as soon as I go around it, I'm going to pull in. Yet they think what? By like, by almost rear-ending me, Nearly, that, yeah. uh, that what? The tractor's going to disappear? I know. It's it's like, and there's there's certain, the journey Jess is talking about, there's a good proportion of that journey that's through back roads in the north and it's just like, it is, it's just incredible. Some of the driver behaviour that you'd uh, witness, roads with no lines. The big thing I notice every morning, Karen, because I walk in most mornings and I kind of am leaving the house around that 20 past half past eight time which is like peak people on the last legs to get into work but it's the people doing the makeup in the car oh yeah mm-hmm. like that I, so dangerous yeah. I mean even like eyeliner in the waterline is hard enough to do at the best of times <laughs> standing still but like when I look at people at half eight yeah. at a light it's it's actually it's mad like yeah. Darren says putting your feet up on the seats in public transport and reclining seats on anything uh, is real bugbears and Cam and Kildare says I have a friendly face and a friendly demeanour the amount of people who sit beside me despite a multitude of other free know? seats is at best flattering at worst strange <laughs> Cam send us a photo yeah, uh, we'll be the at breakfast NT on Twitter uh, send us a photo we'll judge whether you've got a friendly face and demeanour uh, Cam thank you very much uh, for that uh, at breakfast yes, at the hard yeah, shoulder just looking at you going Kieran Kieran uh, it's 2022 I know, did that a couple of times at the start about two years ago <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been a while Where's since I did that anyway I'm so confused anyway, at the hard shoulder is not the show that's the one Andre Gilligan your presenter of Lunchtime Live <laughs> Jess Kelly our technology correspondent and Steve Cummins comedian thank you all very much for joining me back in a moment. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.